This uh, is a season for weddings for many parishes in many parts of the country, many families. And that's at the heart of the next topic as we uh, are bringing Betsy Neepkins on the line uh, from the Duluth area. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate your being on the air with us, and uh, we're going to talk to you primarily about um, your journey with your son, who is preparing for marriage, and the inspiration that you are finding in uh, Mary, the Mother of God, as an intercessor. And uh, before we launch into that, can you tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit about yourself and your family? Well, I, I do work for the diocese in the Office of Marriage and Family Life, but I'm the mother of six children. I have uh, my fifth one I'm sending away to college, uh, actually today, and um, I have five boys and one daughter. I've been married for 32 years, so I've done that, done that for a while, and um, we've strived to have a Catholic domestic um, church in our, in our home, and it's always striving because it's never perfect, but uh, we always try to walk into that direction. Mm-hmm. So, so Betsy, what what is it that inspired you to take on the responsibility uh, of the the office of marriage and family for for Duluth? What, what what's in your heart there that would cause you to want to sacrifice like that? You know what? That's a really good question. Um, when I um, I worked at a, a college for twenty seven, a Catholic college for twenty seven and a half years, and um, I was that gives you kind of a longitudinal study, and you could see that the that that young people increasingly struggling and for for many years I thought that you could help them at the college level but I discovered that the, the, the struggles and sufferings of and the wounds that these kids were coming to college were happening before they got there and so um, an opportunity to intervene at a uh, at a level that might help young people before they got to college opened up um, I think the church has a way of living that brings forth you know there's crosses certainly but it's it also gives us opportunity to live joyfully in a fulfilled mm-hmm. life. And um, yeah. so the afternoon came, seemed like um, something where I could really hopefully make an impact. And so I made this switch. Mm-hmm. You're right that with the age of your children as they're coming into adulthood, it is such an important and uh, formative life uh, stage in their lives of faith. Um, tell us a little bit about where your son is on the journey, uh, when the when the wedding date is, and some of those details. Well, he, um, they were engaged almost, uh, over two years ago, um, or excuse me, over a year ago, and they had a two-year engagement, so they're spending a, a, a great amount of time. Um, you know, there's some things, my future daughter-in-law is in graduate school, so she's studying, and, and um, so they wanted uh, to make sure that those things were settled. And um, so now they're coming, and they've done kind of the... Um, the prep that you, that is outside of the sacrament. Now this year, they're spending time on the sacrament per se, the preparation, meeting with the priest, uh, mm-hmm. doing all those sorts of things that are necessary to prepare their hearts for this great decision. Are, are, are both your son and your future daughter-in-law, are they both of the Catholic faith? They both are, yep. yep okay. You know, I asked as a priest because it really does make a difference in the preparation so you've recently discovered something with Mary, the mother of God, as you were reflecting upon preparing your son for marriage. Could you tell us as a mother what, and this even started, I think, before he was, he was engaged. What, as a mother, what's in your heart for preparation for their, their future uh, marriages? Well, you know, um, I was at adoration, and, and as your 
a child prepares for something that gets on your heart a lot. So it was um, through prayer. Um, you know, I'd always worried about the who my the spouse of my children would be, and I don't know that I really thought much about um, about my own children and their role in it. I have um, uh, have grown very close to Mary um, in the past six years, and I was half a mass fell upon the wedding of Canaan, and um, I've found in that, I have learned through growing and journeying through our faith that the male plays a huge role in the spiritual development of the family. And I think sometimes women are taking on that piece when it's imperative that the, the man does, and so when my, or the husband does, and so when my eyes fell upon that passage, I see Mary calling Jesus, <laughs> the Son of God, out and saying, you know, this is the time. This is where you need to take your leadership role. I just um, felt that Mary was, was calling me to my responsibility as a mother to uh, find or introduce to my son the fact that he has this incredible importance in his, um, his future family. And so that, in that, that relationship with Mary, having that relationship with Mary, was able, I believe, to allow me to see that when I was reading mm-hmm through the passage, and it was just, you know how God does it, it was the time, it was the time for me to see it, it was the time Mary wanted me to hear my role in this particular sort of situation, and that's just how Mary is, Mary just knows, she's our mother, she, she knows, <laughs> and she, she lets us, I could have read the same passage, I have read that passage hundreds of times, but it had never called out me to do something before that in that way, and so... Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross here with you today from the Diocese of Fargo, and we're visiting with Betsy Neepkins, who is with from the Diocese of Duluth, about uh, the role that she's been taking on and helping as a prayer intercessor for her uh, son and uh, his future bride as they are preparing for their marriage. This past Sunday, there was a passage in the Gospel where Jesus talked about that he would not bring peace but division and a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law. You know, I think people kind of poke their poke poke each other in the pews and say, I, well, doesn't that already happen? You know, Jesus isn't necessarily causing that division. But, you know, people like to joke about that dynamic of that relationship. And even though it's at an early age, like how are you consciously, uh, you know, reaching out um, with regard to your daughter-in-law while not trying to be, you know, too forward or intimidating in, you know, this uh, role as an advocate for your son? Well, I knew that um, you're right, it's a delicate place, but I also know that, um, you know, we've been as as older adults, as parents, we've been graced with a certain wisdom of experience and faith. And so about right after they got engaged, I started the practice of writing them letters um, and um, talking about not so much worrying about what the venue was or what colors, but rather the sacramental role that faith will take not only on this day, but going forward. So trying to unpack all the beauty that was God intended and how this is an icon for the hope of of eternity and just kind of unpacking it uh, from a mother's perspective. And, uh, you know, just whatever tips in a faith, totally kind of a faith-revealing sort of way. So it never, um, trying never... To, to always to invite and to propose and never to impose. So um, I, I, I'm real careful to use that language all the time. 
um, because it's their journey. I don't own it. Um, I can just share with them. I can pray pray every day. I, um, you know, Mary's a big part of of my relationship with Jesus. And um, so uh, those are the sorts of things. And just be as supportive as not, but also show the glory of this beautiful sacrament that's being somewhat ignored in our culture. You know what? What strikes me about your your story and your inspiration is, I mean, the first thing that really strikes me, Betsy, is that how um, you've been preparing for this for years. I mean, before your son was even conscious, you were already preparing for your daughter-in-law. You were you were already praying for her. You were it was in your heart. It was just like Mary, the mother of God, says she keeps these things in her heart and she it's it's almost like giving birth um to the relationship and so forth so that that's a testimony there of deep love you know and deep desire and i and as the listeners i I hope the listeners are hearing this that this incredible example of right now even if your children are, are in the single digits or young or teenagers that already you're making that sacrifice of prayer for their future vocations their future spouses i I mean, I can't think of a more beautiful sacrifice, really. Then, then the second thing, which I'm curious about to hear from you, is, you know, that specific passage where Mary, the mother, says, do whatever he tells you to do. So how, so here you are, you are, you are the Mary, you're, you're the mother, you know, you're speaking to your son, your daughter-in-law there. How, how is it that you turn to them and say, do whatever he tells you, meaning Jesus or the church how how is that done in a practical way well i think that um realizing in the great mastery of our heavenly father he created this complementarism and you know to to bring both roles into the light of of what's important as my son being the spiritual leader she my daughter is the spiritual nurturer she gets the gift of bringing forth creation and my son has a role to protect that creation and both of them are necessary so um that um but you know being careful about the words and understanding that both are necessary um and you know being aware of how the culture looks at power control um that's not (laughs) never been you know that's never been um you know god's intent it was a servant sort of thing so sharing that information with uh, my son and my daughter in law in a way that says you know putting this thing together like this uh, was intended and it works and um if you think about if you care about it i mean my my daughter was a very accomplished young lady um but you can and you can see the beauty that she can bring to the family and my son's role to stand up there's so many times Sadly, that that leave everything up to the woman, and the woman grasps at that. And um, but there's supposed to be a balance. So, Betsy, in the last few seconds we have left here, the, the, this question is for you personally. So, Mary, in that passage, you know, the thing that always is, I find incredible, she proclaims the thing, she tells the thing, do whatever he tells you. But then she steps aside in great confidence, like it's going to be done, and and she allows herself to kind of fade into the background with so how is that like as a mother who has such deep love and concern for her son future daughter-in-law how do you do that how do you like give them the word and then give them room or freedom or back off to let them then then trust that they're gonna they're gonna do the thing how does that work you know what what uh, that is a great question you're absolutely correct and in my heart i know that i think that's why i took on the uh, one 
um, that's why I took on the letter writing, um, because I felt that I'm just proposing. And there isn't um, that language of harshness, that it's just here, this is, you know, kind of, this is an idea, and then just unconditional love. And it will be. They could likely do things very different than I have ever intended. But my job is to just to love. So the letter is laying it in front of them and stepping back. And some of it they'll take, maybe. <laughs> maybe they'll take all of it. Maybe they'll take none of it. But just letting them know. And that's in the that's in the letter. That's in the letter to let them know that I'm just invited to this and that I love them unconditionally. And uh, so no. Very I'm, good. All right, so um, we can read more about your story at uh, dioceseduluth.org in the blog section. Betsy Niepkins, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning, and uh, thank you for allowing us to pray for your son and future daughter-in-law. Thank you very much, and God bless.